Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Intentional Success Podcast. My name is Rachel Jenks, and I am a business mindset coach, and I am so delighted that you have taken time out of your crazy busy schedule to take a little listen to the words of advice that I'm going to share with you today. As you know, I am a business mindset coach and I help women create an unstoppable business mindset so that they can create time and financial freedom in their lives and in their businesses. How cool is that? Today, I want to talk to you about decisions and making decisions and decision drama. Or what I feel like I've been dealing with lately is just plain decision fatigue. My brain is tired of making decisions. We all have to make a million decisions in our lives every single day. Um, We do them for our businesses, for our family. We do them when it comes to what we're going to eat for dinner and what we are going to uh, do for vacation with our families, business decisions when it comes to hiring a coach or maybe deciding if you're going to launch a program or if you're going to uh, start a new program that you're going to take yourselves, we are making decisions constantly. And if we are making too many hard decisions, our brains can get fatigued. They can get just plain tired of making these decisions. And as I mentioned, I have been dealing with so much of that lately. I just launched my first um, business mindset group program. Um, It is still uh, in the launch phase. Um, If you're listening to this on the day that uh, this uh, podcast airs, and it's called the Unstoppable Business Mindset Program. And that involved a million decisions, what to include in the program when it came to content, what to include in the program when it came to features, group coaching calls, how many modules, like all these things. Then the launch phase came and there were decisions about how to launch, how many emails to send out, how many times should I post every day? How many times should I message people to see if they're still interested? Should I do a masterclass, not a masterclass? All of that in and of itself was more than exhausting. Then through all the life things going on top of it, um, this year my older daughter graduates from high school and we have a conflict between graduation and her gymnastics nationals. And there are decisions to be made about how to get my older girls to their regional competitions so, and I can watch and get the little girls to practice and how to get to my son's track meet. There are decisions that we are making constantly, not to mention those little decisions. What to make for dinner? When should we clean the house? Should we invite people over for a Friday night to watch a movie? We are constantly faced with a million different decisions. So I invite you right now to get out a notebook and pen, pause this podcast if you are not driving your car, and make a list of the decisions that are constantly swirling around in your head that you need to make right now. And I bet you you'll come up with at least 10. And they may be simple, like what to eat for dinner tonight, but they may be big decisions. Maybe you're still deciding on your niche, or maybe you're deciding on whether you should move from a one-on-one coaching format to a group format, or maybe you're deciding if you should expand to help both men and women. There are so many decisions that we're making. And I bet you when you take a look at this list, you're going to see many, many, many decisions. You might look at them and think, um, some of the, these decisions should have been made already. You might think some of these decisions are easy. Some of them are hard. Those are all of your thoughts about those decisions. And as you know, I'm a huge believer in the fact that our thoughts create our results. So if you're looking up these decisions and they're giving, if you're making judgment on them about whether they're easy or hard or stupid or ones that you should have made already, Those thoughts can hinder your ability to actually make those decisions. So how do we make decisions and avoid decision fatigue? I wish I had the like 100% answer so you never have to be fatigued about decisions again, which I don't because I mentioned earlier, I'm sitting in a, I told my husband the other night, I said, I am just in such decision fatigue. I cannot stand it. Uh, This week we ran into my younger daughters at their practice group being exposed to a girl with COVID 
So we need to keep the other two girls away from them. And then we're also dealing with where we practice is in Minneapolis, Minnesota dealing with the possibility of riots. Are we even going to be driving to Minnesota for practice? Plus, my daughter's prom dress is in Minnesota. And if we don't have practice because of COVID or because of riots, we're not going to Minnesota. And how are we going to get the dress that she needs for Saturday? And I just on Sunday, I looked at my husband. I said, I just cannot make another decision. Right. It's very, very hard when we're constantly faced with decisions. And then what happens is our brains get tired and they have a harder time making even the simplest decisions. Have you ever gotten to the end of a long day where you've been decision, 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 and it's time to decide what to make for dinner and you're unable to do it? That's because you um, don't have any more brain cells left in your brain to actually make a decision. So what can you do? How can you avoid some of this decision fatigue? The first thing that I'd like to tell you to do is don't try to make decisions when you don't have all of the information. So that is really step one. What I've been trying to do is make decisions when I don't know if there's going to be riots or I don't know what the COVID results are going to be or I do not know. Um, you know, when the exact schedule for nationals is going to be for gymnastics. I'm trying to, you know, make all these decisions when I don't have all of the information. So try to get as much information as you can before you actually need to make the decision. The other thing that you can do is to make decisions ahead of time. Now, this is a little bit different than making a decision before you have all the information. Maybe you make decisions ahead of time about what you're going to eat every night for dinner. Or maybe you make a decision ahead of time that you do not spend more than $1,000 on a coaching program or a course or something like that without talking to your husband. Or maybe you make a decision ahead of time that if these two things fall on the same day, that thing A always takes precedence over everything else. If you can do those decisions ahead of time, then you're going to be less likely to face decision fatigue because there isn't going to be a decision to be made. So you have two choices here. Get all of the facts if it's one of those situations where you need more information before you can make the decision. And option B is just decide ahead of time that what the decision is going to be. So I may have decided ahead of time when this COVID thing first started that if any of my kids is a close contact for COVID, that we just all stay home for a week. We don't go to school. We don't go to practice. Then I wouldn't even need to be worrying about that decision. Now, that decision ahead of time was not something that I was comfortable with wanting to do. So I decided I'm going to wait until somebody is a close contact and then I will begin the decision making process from there. But the cool thing is, is that you get to decide. Okay. The second thing I want you to do is stop overthinking it. Our brains get tired. That decision fatigue happens when we think and think and think and we spin things around in our head and we just try to look at it in this way and this way and upside down and right side up and the left side and the right side. The more angles you try to come at a decision from, the more likely you are to get fatigued. So the thing is, is you now you've made that list of the decisions that you need to make today. Take a look at them and decide which one of them do you need more information about. Which one of them have you decided ahead of a time on? Which one can you just make a decision like that? You do not know how many hours I have spent or days looking at a $27 course that I see on a Facebook ad trying to decide if I should buy it or not. Really? A $27 course? That's kind of a no-brainer, right? I either decide ahead of time that I buy those courses or I don't. I don't need to spend forever trying to decide if I'm going to make a $27 investment. Now, on the other hand, if it's a $5,000 course, that deserves a little more thinking. So it's not really overthinking if you're spending some time on a $5,000 decision, but that's a situation where you either decide ahead of time if those are yeses or nos, or you decide that you're going to get more information. But again, overthinking the same things over and over and over again and looking at it this direction and that direction isn't going to help you come to a decision any sooner, and it's actually going to cause you a ton of uh, decision fatigue. 
Now, there are a lot of times that we make decisions um, when we don't like any of the alternatives. And that's something we're dealing with right now with this nationals versus graduation. Neither one of the solutions is one that we're happy with. So we're not going to pick a, uh, make a decision that's going to make everybody happy. But what you have to do is you have to make sure that you like the reason that you chose it. So if you're trying to make a decision between buying the $27 course or not, if the reason you're buying it is because you are chasing business strategy or you think it's going to be the magic pill that's going to help you create a better business, is that a really good reason to make a decision? Or is the reason you're going to buy it because, well, you've been looking for some email templates for a long time, or you've been wanting to learn how to manage your calendar better, and that's what this course is all about, then you can tell yourself that you like the reason why you are making the decision. But we can't make decisions based on, um, uh, you know, the what's the word I'm looking for on imposter syndrome or shiny object syndrome or because we want to make one person happy, but then we want to make the other person happy as well. Those decisions are never going to feel good in the long term. You have to like the reason for making that decision. Maybe you're trying to decide if you want to open up your practice to helping both men and women. What's your reason for doing it? If it's because you um, just want a bigger clientele to make sales to, or is it because you believe that what you do can help both women and men? Those are two different reasons for doing something, and they're going to have a different feeling behind them, and your result then is going to be different. So you have to like the reason why you're actually making the decision. And finally, guys, it is all about making the decision and creating the plan to do it and sticking with that decision and not going back and forth. Sometimes you just need to decide to click submit and buy that $27 course and it's done. Don't look back with regret. Don't look back with, oh, I should have done this differently. Maybe I should have done this instead. All of those things are only going to create more decision fatigue and drama. Make the decision and stick with it. So right now we're dealing with this graduation versus um. Uh, gymnastics national situation. And we decided we're going to uh, change the date of the graduation party to a different weekend and we're going to send out the announcement. So at least we're no longer trying to decide when we're going to send the announcements out and when the party is. We're making that decision and we're running with it. We can still decide later to um, attend the graduation and skip the nationals, or we can decide to go to the nationals and do the graduation by Zoom. There's still a decision to be made, but at least we're making steps towards doing it. We're making a decision and we're moving forward with it. So If you are suffering from decision drama or decision fatigue, you are not alone. This happens to all of us. All of a sudden, one day we look around and think, I am so exhausted by making decisions, I can hardly stand it anymore. But there are a few things that you can do to lessen the blow. First of all, as I mentioned earlier, stop trying to make the decision when you don't have all of the information. Just get the information and then put the effort into making the decision. A lot of times that uh, decision fatigue comes from trying to make a decision when you really can't yet. On the other hand, you can decide ahead of time, make um, guidelines and thresholds on when you're going to do certain things. Maybe you decide that um, you're going to only spend $27 on a course, um, but if it's $57, you don't pay for it. Or maybe you decide that when you get on a clarity call with a coach that you take three days to make a decision on whether or not you're going to sign with that coach. Making some of those decisions ahead of time leaves leaves uh, the worry and all of the fatigue out of it because you are making the decision ahead of time. You don't need to have all the drama when it's harder to make decisions at that time. The second piece here is stop overthinking it. You can only get so many facts. You can only turn the, the, the ideas around in your head so many times. It just becomes a point where you've got the information and you need to make that decision. Third, sometimes you can't like what the decision is, but you have to like your reasons for making the decision. 
So um, if you're trying to decide between working with um, coach A or coach B, maybe they both have things that you like. They might both have things that you don't particularly like. Their prices are different. You don't necessarily have to make decide that one of them is the perfect coach for you, but you have to like your reason for wanting to work with that particular coach. If it's only because she's cheaper or it's only because the other coach has a longer program, are those really good reasons for wanting to choose a coach? Or is the good reason because you felt a connection because they coach on the information that you want to coach on? You have to like your reasons behind making that decision. And then lastly, and I alluded to this a second ago, make the decision, stick with it and move on and make your plan from there. You can only overthink and turn things in your head around for so long before you're so fatigued that you're unable to make a decision. The sooner you can make the decision and start acting on it, the better. Whether you're talking about business, personal, what you're going to eat for dinner, all the things, you can make those decisions quickly if you use these tips. So I hope you found this helpful for you today. I appreciate you hopping on. If you'd like to uh, chat about this further, you can join us in the Unstoppable Female Entrepreneurs Facebook group. You can find that on Facebook. You can also find me on Instagram at Rachel Ann Jenks. And of course, I'd love it if you leave a review and um, let us know what you think, because those reviews is what help get the word spread that we are here to create an unstoppable business mindset so that you can create time and financial freedom. Again, thank you so much for hopping on and I will see you in the next episode. If you'd like some information about the Unstoppable Business Mindset program, you can send me a direct message on Instagram with the word program and I will get in touch with you and we can chat about it and I can give you the details. So thanks so much. Bye-bye.